Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Tonight we're going to talk about weak men and why nobody likes them. Women don't like them. Men don't like them. Bosses don't like them. Children don't like them. As society, we cringe. And it's not the physically weak, although a non-physically imposing male does have some challenges ahead of him. But it's the personality. It's the character. It's the strength of will of an individual that society is impressed with. It's what will get you very far in life without even knowing it. But it also makes us abhorrently uh, be bothered by someone that's like a simp or someone that's that's uh, that kisses the backsides too a little bit too much, right? We can find that very annoying. And those people just make us uncomfortable, especially when it's men. Uh, I think in that that only goes against, we, we see the guy that's that's being subservient and weak and going through, jumping through too many hoops, whether it's for women or for his job. And, and it makes you feel so bad for him, but it's also, he makes you uncomfortable just because you realize how, how everybody else is viewing this individual and it's not in a good way. So today we're going to talk, uh, read a couple of articles and talk about why nobody seems to like this, these, this characteristic. And if you're one of these people with this characteristic, it's something that you should get out of very quickly. So let's get recording here. All right, first article here, I just pulled up Urban Dictionary and uh, SIMP, S-I-M-P. Uh, there's lots of acronyms. I won't scroll down to them because many of them are not very kind and not really suitable for, uh, I'd have to bleep out just about every word. But they give a good definition here and this is the top definition. It's a man that puts himself in a subservient or submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over without the female being, bringing anything to the table. A man that puts too much value on a female for no reason. A man that prides himself with chivalry in hopes of getting gratification from women. We know those, the white knight. A square with no game other than rolling out the red carpet for every female. The perfect example of a simp man would be, and they, they give some examples uh, from, from movies. So here's a, an article by Suzanne Venker, and she writes, Why smart, strong, successful women, or why strong, smart, successful women so often struggle in love. Now, you might think I'm going the wrong way here, and we, we all cringe at the, at the expression, you just can't hand a strong, powerful, you know, strong woman. But the truth of it is, when it comes to a, and a relationship, that if someone is very dominant and someone else is very dominant, the two of them are always clashing and always competing and always butting heads over who's going to run control of or who's going to make the final decision of the relationship. Most of the time, this is something that men crave, men want, men need to do to feel like they're bringing something valuable to a relationship. Oftentimes, though, you know, the the women that want that position have to date somebody that is weaker and willing to let them have their way, in which case it must be a guy that will bow down to her will. As such, women find this appalling. They, they don't like it. So when we see all of these young guys out there at the at the rallies and everything else saying, you know, go girl, the problem is that most of the women that are around them will accept their support and appreciate their support. They don't really like them though. So here's the article. In my last post, I wrote about women who like to be in control. If you're wondering whether or not this applies to you, you can take this short quiz to find out. Women who like to be in control tend to be smart, smart strong, and very successful at whatever they do since they're highly efficient and goal-oriented. 
You can find these women at the office. You can find them at home with the kids, juggling the myriad of tasks associated with being a mom and running a household. However, these women spend their days doesn't matter. What matters is how they behave. Simply put, they're women who like to be in charge. They can't let go because they don't trust anyone but themselves. This may work fine in some situation, or excuse me, in some domains, but it doesn't work in love. It's not that men don't like strong women. They do, but all too often the strength gets used against them, and this is not. And this is when the problems start. The only thing standing in the way of smart and successful women finding the love that they seek is the, their attitude. They don't trust others, so they put it a force field that lets men, lets the men in their lives know they are in charge. Surrendering control is never an option. And again, I think too often the trope or the words, I am a strong woman, I am independent, I am this, is a big turnoff for guys because it's misused. But if you were to say, hey, would you like, to, I'm, I'm pretty strong-willed, would I be okay with a woman that knows what she wants in life, goes after it, works hard, is career-oriented? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Now, that's not someone I want to date because I don't want to be butting heads and having a wrestling match every time we're going to make any decision. But men will have to kowtow to those type of women and they're not going to be happy about it. So again, they say, uh, such women dig their own graves because good men can be trusted. Almost All most men want is to love their woman and make her happy, but you have to let him. Love is really very simple. In most relationships, men want and indeed need to drive the bus. And women, though they're increasingly loath to admit it, like it when they do. Now, a lot of you again say, hey, I'm gone my own way, man. I'm not dating. But this is also relevant when it comes to working with a female coworker, having a female boss, um, having even a female friend. You still have to understand that if they're one that's always wanting to be in control, you can't try to wrestle that control from them. You either have to, again, allow them to have this control or leave the situation. Me personally, I don't like to work for very demanding, strong-willed people. I'm very kind of laid back and I like to work with laid back people. So if I were to encounter somebody like this, it usually is not going to be for me. Women chase, men choose. Men use their drive, single-mindedness, single-mindedness, goal-oriented traits in both the boardroom and on the way to the bedroom. These traits suit them well in both arenas. Their intelligence and creativity are used to entice and seduce the opposite sex. Their desire and pursuit attracts the women. But a woman who is driven, goal-oriented in dating comes off as desperate, pushy, and aggressive. And not that they are, those are bad traits, but they go against the grain of natural tension and attraction. And again, we've said it before, women do not like a passive, submissive guy. Um, there's many forums I've looked at that have that are women's forums, and they talk about, you know, my boyfriend, and, and we've I've shared stories like this too. My boyfriend's too nice, he's too kind, he's too predictable, he's too sweet. They want a little bit of chaos, a little bit of aggression, a little bit of tension in there. And if you don't provide that, they're not interested. But again, the woman in control, she's not okay with this. It's a, uni- it's a universal phenomenon that when a man and a woman first get together, the man almost always takes the lead. Classic love stories rarely, if ever, begin with a woman in the dominant role. When the dynamic is reversed, when the woman is dominant, more often than not, the relationships won't work. That's why the more successful a woman tends to be, or the more money or power she has, the more she struggles in love. It's not that men are intimidated by them, though the culture will insist otherwise. It's that such women are used to being the one in charge and they don't know how to turn it off. Exactly. Again, women will often say, "You men can't handle a strong woman. We can. We just don't want to. 
We don't want to wrestle with a 400-pound gorilla every time we're trying to have some initiative or something in the relationship role. We want things to go smooth. We want them to go easily. We'd like to have a say in things. We'll discuss it, sure, but we're not going to fight you over it. And again, this is why I think a lot of guys have gone their own way is yes, there's some bad things that have happened in relationships that have made us not want to date anymore, but it's also the constant, the constant challenge, the constant fight, the constant, um, well, you have to take me at my best or you don't deserve me at my worst or all the other crap that's out there. We don't want that. We want things simple and we're not going to fight for a relationship. It's just not worth the effort. Women today pride themselves on being independent. And they have a society we revere this, where we revere this trait in women. But we never talk about the flip side. That is, the pathological independent women have acquired undermines the love they seek. To have love in your life, you have to give up control and to learn to become interdependent. Interdependence means two people depend on each other and that requires trust. The culture has conditioned you to believe that trusting a man equates to to you giving up your identity and forsaking your ability to think for yourself, but that's pure propaganda. I'm not into becoming interdependent on somebody else. That's not me. Um, I don't think that that works in a lot of relationships. Nowadays, I think you have to be a fully independent person, meet another fully independent person, and then kind of lead off your life together if you're going to attempt to date. Again, now this is not very traditional. It's not going to fit the tradcon kind of way of life. But I think if you're going to make a go of it in today's day and age, the only way you can survive in a relationship is by you two being completely independent people, both living apart with separate finances and not being in exceptionally long term where people get used to and too comfortable in the relationship. Now, if you want to have a relationship uh, for long term, you're going to have to find a a different way to go about it because I certainly don't know what makes it work in today's society. Um, why aren't women, why aren't women like they used to be? A man asked. Oh, you mean drones, slaves, a woman responded. Poor silly creatures who devote themselves to men and then get tossed aside ever so lightly. No, the man wrote. I meant warm, caring, like my mother used to be. This dialogue perfectly encapsulates what has happened in the relationships between the sexes. Thanks to a feminist culture that teaches women to think so poorly of men in marriage, it's such a waste and so utterly counterproductive. All men want is what they've always wanted, a soft, feminine creature who's kind and caring. And all most women want is what they've always wanted, a man who's stronger than they are, who can protect them and keep them safe. Of course, I can hear feminists reeing right now over that sentence. But women have been taught that being soft and nurturing, presumably the opposite of being smart, strong, and successful, makes them weak. So they stopped being these things and became like men instead, hard-charging, career-focused, and self-protective. What they don't know is that it doesn't have to be either or. A woman can be smart, strong, successful, or soft, feminine, and kind, but they can do the latter. She must first learn to trust her guy. For women who like to be in control, it's a tall order. Nevertheless, it's the first step. After that, it's all downhill. So this talks about the strong women, and if they're not willing to ease up a little bit, every man that they encounter they're going to consider is weak because a guy will not date them. And they're going to say, well, it's just weak men. When men cannot handle strong women. But again, when your heart is stone, no guy wants to date you. And so these women are required to date weak men because weak men are the only ones that will accept them. They will be the only ones to bow down to all their wishes and let them control the narrative and control the relationship. And so these women only get weak men. The problem is when they get these weak men, they don't like these weak men and they tire, the, they tire of them and they grow bored. The next article 
Next article I have here says clinical psychologists, women hate harmless men. And this dives down a little bit deeper into this. Many modern men have been uh, propagandized to believe that modern women want nice, sensitive, empathic guys who make them feel safe. And again, this is the only type of guy a strong woman woman will get because uh, men will just not deal with it. And then they are perplexed and frustrated when they eventually find themselves dumped, divorced, or regulated into the friend zone for their perpetuity. According to Jordan Peterson, and if you don't listen to Jordan Peterson, which I'm sure many of you do, give him a listen. Recently, he's kind of fallen apart, but some of his early stuff is spot on. According to Jordan Peterson, clinical psychologist, professor of psychology at the University of Toronto, and popular speaker, such results are not surprising. When he spoke to a gathering of people earlier this year, his thoughts on what women really want in a man-supported and stereo his thoughts on what women really want in a man-supported a stereotype that is still popular cachet that women are attracted to a-holes. Okay, so there's a bit of hyperbole in the stereotype. I don't really believe that a-hole is the most accurate designation for the kind of man that women want. But the hyperbole gets at a truth that Peterson more eloquently teases out in his thoughts, some of which I have transcribed below. By the way, his thoughts come in the context of comments on the topic of cultural appropriation, which he said is absolute nonsense. I read through this. It doesn't really really take too long here. It's been really interesting for me to watch the response of young Caucasian males to hip-hop. You know, there's an aggressiveness about hip-hop that's really attractive to young Caucasian males. And there's something absurd about the spectacle of the young Caucasian males taking on the persona of inner-city black gang members. But I'm sympathetic to it because there's an aggressiveness to the art form that's a a necessary corrective to the insistence that the high moral virtue of modern man is harmlessness, which is absurd. Women don't even like harmless men. They hate them. They like to claw them apart. What women want are dangerous men who are civilized, and they want to help civilize them. That's Beauty and the Beast. How many of you know what a Harlequin romance is? So these are archetypal stories. That's the taming of the wild man, essentially by the desirable and virginal woman. And if you think women don't want that, then your bloody better well come up with an explanation for Fifty Shades of Grey, which is the most rapid-selling novel in human history and emerged at exactly the same time as all of this noise about the absence of gender roles is being produced en masse. Peterson further bolstered his case by revealing a blushworthy statistic what Google engineers discovered as the five most desirable male entities used in female adult movie-watching. They were vampire, werewolf, billionaire, surgeon, pirate. You're either a bad boy or you're rich. And apparently really bad boy, like a vampire's well-known for biting the necks and seducing women. Werewolves are known for eating you alive. Billionaires are, well, they are what they are and so are surgeons. And pirates, I guess, what, they grab women and whisk them away on their boats? I don't know. As you'll notice, weak guys that act like doormats to women didn't crack the top five. So, you know, here's an instance where we've talked about this before, and I won't get into the weak men, um, any articles on weak men not liking weak men, because we know this. When we're looking in, in through a forum and a guy writes, oh, you know, I met this girl and I really liked her, so I bought her flowers and I called her lady, and uh, I sent roses to her workplace and I took her out to a $200 dinner and she says she wants to wait for months until we fool around and she has three other guy friends, but they're only just friends and they're like her brothers. Every sentence that you read, you're just, 
you're just raging and you're not angry with a guy. You're like, how can you be so stupid? Dude, look at what you're doing to yourself, right? That, that, that frustration and that, that you idiot just fumes. And that's because he's being weak and he's being soft and he's letting that woman walk all over him and use him. And you feel bad for the guy, but in the same token, you want to grab him by his shirt collars and go, dude, wake up, right? Well, as you get through more of the the manosphere and, and you do this longer, you start realizing that eventually, and many of you have even commented this on, and I've noticed this in my dating past, is that when you reach the point where you no longer care and where you say, you know, if, if you're texting back and forth and a girl ghosts you, you don't care. Or if she sends you a message and you, you, it's not really worthy of a reply and you go, well, I'm not going to force something. I'm just not going to reply. And you don't hear from her for four days. A lot of times they'll message back. And if you go out on a date and, and you, man, it was an all right time, but you don't bother calling her back, she'll text you. Hey, what have you been up to? Are you doing okay, right? They do the reaching out. And it's not chasing, you're not playing a game with them. It's just that you've gotten to a place in your life where you don't feel like investing too much into a relationship. Now, women many times will say, well, that's part of the game and guys are just playing games. It's not that. You can't fake being secure as a guy. You can't fake being happy. You can't fake being manly and, and holding a, a a good mindset. You have to be in that good mindset. But when you are, when you are in that good mindset, that's when women end up kind of chasing you. And if I were to ask you guys that have dated a lot, um, I always noticed, and, and I want to know if, if you guys feel the same, as always, comment down below is if you notice the girl you loved and the girl you did everything for and and you jumped through hoops, what happened at one point in time was you guys were here in the relationship and as she started pulling away and drifting away, you felt that gap and it was uncomfortable. And so you closed it because you said, you know, I love her and I want to be close to her and I don't want her to go anywhere. And she'd pull away a little more and she'd pull away and you'd try to do more to, to heal the relationship. We're not talking as much. Let me initiate conversation with her more. Christmas is coming up. Let, her, let me get her a really nice special gift. Let me take her to a nice do. Let me do nice things. And you keep trying more and more and more. The more you do that, the faster they run away. But the relationships I found where I was fully in control and to, to an almost a ridiculous amount and where women were chasing me was when I didn't care. And, and it's not that I didn't care at all. I liked the woman. That's why I was dating her. And I enjoyed doing things with her. But I didn't find an excuse in the middle of the day to pick up the phone and text. If I was busy, I just did my thing. And if they messaged something, I might not see it for several hours because I'm living my best life and I'm doing my thing. Those were always the relationships where I guess the girl felt the gap and maybe she started chasing after. Now, some of them would chase after. Some of them would disappear. Some of them would end up dating somebody else or whatever. But, but I didn't care because I just didn't have as much invested. And as long as you have less invested, again, see my video of he who cares the least wins. When, when you have less invested than the other person, you're not emotionally susceptible to getting hurt. That makes you strong and that makes you independent. And that makes you a bit of a, a, a risk, a bit of a guy to chase after that you may have something going along good in your life. This is something that women desire. And, and so it's the same thing in when it comes to work. Um, like in the workplace, you know, if if um, if I put forth a, a good amount of work and I do well, if I'm always going to my boss and go, hey, did you see this? And did you notice I did this? Hey, hey, boss, uh, is, can I? And the, the brown nosers, right? The, the, the ass kissers. No one likes them. The boss doesn't like them either. And they're not going to be the ones to get the promotion. 
You do the work, you do it great on time, you submit the stuff, and you say, yep, done. You got anything else for me? And you move on. You, you, that strength is going to take you further. So guys, I won't de- delve, dive in any deeper. I think we've got it covered. But if you're somebody that doesn't have a strong will, a strong sense of personality, and a, a drive, men are not going to like you and not going to like hanging around with you. You're a pushover. Women are not going to want to be around you. Or, and they're certainly not going to date you if you're still casually dating. You need to find some course of action for your life. You need to find a backbone. You need to have your your desires and your dreams and your best well-being always first in the forefront of your mind. And if you don't, people sense that and it makes them very uncomfortable. And you're going to find you'll actually have less friends by trying to get more friends. You'll have less friends by being the nice guy and trying to make everybody like you. Just be you. And if something ticks you off, you tell somebody about it. And something hurts your feelings, you tell something somebody about it. And if you like something, you say it. And if you tell a joke and people go, ooh, that was kind of risky, you go, I don't care, I found it funny, deal with it. That kind of attitude will get you farther than, oh, I'm sorry, are you upset with me? Are you okay? That's just going to buy you cringes and no one's going to like it. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below. As always, I have my PayPal and BitChute, and I now have Patreon and Subscribestar. Thank you for my recent subscribers there. I appreciate it. And please like, share, and comment. I always like to hear what you guys have to share with uh, your thoughts, and I try to read through all of them as I can. And share this video so we can get the word of the Manosphere out to the other guys out there. I will leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I am Joker. And remember, the wise warrior always avoids the battle. Thank you.